Hey loves, what's going on? So this is going to be another requested episode. Anytime anything is requested, um, it usually means it's like a friend of mine asking for me to do a podcast episode um, that they requested me to do. So I'm always going to title it requested so that way you guys know. But this one was requested by a friend of mine who wanted to know why I got into doing Funko Pop unboxings. And actually, you know what? There's, there's a whole thing about this. Um, see, for me... You know, originally when I started doing Funkos or collecting them, I always had, like, Peter Pan. He was my first Funko that I ever had. I think I had him in, like, 2013, 14. And I would go around with him and just, like, take pictures of him. I thought he was, like, the cutest little thing. He was just, like, a little toy. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. He's just cute. And um, I got him as a gift. And I just remember, like, taking him little places. And I, I had, like, this thing called Peter Pan Visits. And it was just him going to, like, Starbucks, the mall, church, wherever I was going. It was just, like, this little cute thing. It, it never, I never meant for it to be anything more than that, right? Because um, I never meant to collect a lot of Funkos. Eventually, over time, though, I did start collecting more. I got Captain America, Maleficent, Evil Queen, Robin from Batman. Then I got Batman and Batgirl. And so it started to be kind of, kind of become a thing. And my friends and I, we would collect Funkos as well. And sometimes, like, you know, we'd show each other, oh, this is my Funkos, you know, whatever. And sometimes we would be stupid and take them places. Like, we would, like, take them over each other's houses and, like, do pictures for the Instagram. That was literally, we were like kids. We were, we were grown up, you know, adults, but we acted like children. Um, you know, and that's what we did. And, uh, you know, I was already doing YouTube for other, with other people, things like that. You know, I was already into that world of YouTube and I was working, um, uh, 2018, I was working with, you know, a couple of my friends and I realized a lot of them have YouTube channels. I was like, that's cool. You know, that's awesome. And they're like, how come you don't have one that you're like currently on? And I'm like, I, I wouldn't really know what to do at all. And then it dawned on me. I was like, wait a minute, I have Funko Pops. I take pictures of my Funko Pops. I was already doing that. So I was like, why don't I just do a Funko Pop unboxing page. Sounds like a great idea. Like, none of them were doing that anyway. But I was like, you know, that sounds like a fun idea to do. Yeah, I'll do that. So that's kind of how the channel started, you know. But um, I was actually really hesitant about doing that because for years with me, even though I would take my Funkos out and take them, you know, out of their box and take pictures of them and stuff, I've always been met with, like, drama. Well, not always, but sometimes drama. Like, in public spaces. For example, you know... There's a place I go to, it's called Bass Pro Shop, and they have, like, a really cool, like, section that's not even inside the store, it's outside the store, and it's got, like, a waterfall, it's really nice and stuff, and I sometimes, you know, when there's nobody there, I'll go and I'll unbox a Funko, or I'll take a picture of it, I can't tell you how many, this is before I started my channel, but I can't tell you how many times I had people, like, out of nowhere, come out of nowhere and get in my shot, or be like, you know, what are you doing? This is like a family designated area. Like, why are you by yourself here? And it's like, I'm taking a picture of a Funko Pop. There's like, there's literally nobody here. Is the waterfall going to have something against me taking a picture of my Funko Pop? Like, so there was always like sort of some sort of drama. And like, I, people look at adult co- collectors as weird. And I'm not, look, I'm, look, listen, I'm in the community. I know there are weird people. I like to stay away from those people. There are weird people in every community. For whatever reason, adult collectors get a really bad rev. And not even, like, for, for so many reasons, though, right? And a lot of them rightfully so. How a lot of adult collectors behave when it comes to, like, you know, buying things, flipping and selling things. Absolute trash. Absolute trash behavior. I will never say it's not. I've Like I said, I've seen kids get hit in the, in the process of, like, an adult collector's, you know, trying to flip a Funko or trying to flip something. I've seen kids get hit because their parents will use them 
as like means to, you know, buy something out against other freaking flippers and sellers who are crazy people. Not everybody, but you know, some of them who are crazy people who want to fight. I've seen that happen. So yeah, I've seen like a lot. And, and, and there are you guys there, when I tell you there are creepy ones too, there are creepy ones too. They have that stereotype for a reason. However, comma, even though there are, they're not the vast majority of people that I've experienced. They're not. And unfortunately, those negative stereotypes that they're aggressive, they're creepy, they're this or that and the third, they're, they're children who haven't grown up yet. All of these things, it like it makes it really hard to be an adult collector sometimes. And that's part of the reason why I didn't want to have a channel because I was like, I, I really don't want to so like as, as proud of my collections as I am. I really don't want someone being like, that's creepy. You're, you know, you're, you're collecting, you know, action figures or you're collecting Funko Pops. And it's like, that's not creepy at all, actually. You know what I mean? Funko Pops are, in my opinion, Funko Pops are more designed for adult collectors than kids, right? Like, that's, that's how I see it. Most of the kids I know that have Funko Pops got them because their parents were into Funko Pops. So they're like, well, I, I buy them for me, the wife, and our kids, or I buy them for me, my girlfriend, or our kid, or I buy it for me, my boyfriend, and his nephew, whatever like whatever the case may be. For me and my family, you know, I bought a few for, for my younger generation because they, they just liked them. You know what I mean? But it was most of the people I know who collect them are adults. Because I feel like it's, I mean, come on. Like, what little kid is out there being like, I want a, Games of Thro- a Game of Thrones pop. I want a Buffy the Vampire. like, no little kid is saying that, right? No little kid is saying that. Because most of the time, kids are not, you know, invested in these shows. I'm not saying that little kids don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't necessarily think they should. But nine times out of ten, kids are not doing that. And for the most part, for the most part for me, where I first started seeing Funkos was like in Barnes & Noble, Hot Topic, which are not, they're kid-friendly places, of course Barnes & Noble is, but like they weren't in kid kid spaces at first. When I saw Funko Pop, they were normally by the manga and the anime section, which I know some people are like, isn't that, isn't that for kids? I don't see very many kids in, in anime section. I see teenagers. I see, you know, I see like teens in, in anime section or adults. I don't really see too many children in the anime section and there's like there's like a children's like domain i guess um in in barnes and noble and for the most part unless they're disney pops i don't see any like pop stations in the kids uh in in their segment i don't know if there are any in there like that like maybe i shouldn't speak on that because i actually don't know if there are any in the kids section since i don't go to the kids section but i would assume that if there was it was going to be it'd be something disney but when i go into my, my barnes and noble the Funko Pops are like right next to comics and right next to anime, and then the like um, what, what do you call those things? Like 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 the the fantasy books, like the yeah the fantasy stuff. That's where the Funko Pops are, and it's Funko Pops of like every every which thing, SNL Funko Pop, and like and you might be thinking, well, you know, maybe some kids just think that they're toys, and that, that's that's fair, I guess. But like, I don't know. To me, Funko Pops, no, like. People who made Funko Pops were not making Funko Pops from shows like SNL or or, or Friends or or uh, like I said Buffy or anything like that for kids. They weren't thinking a kid's gonna buy this. They're thinking no, a thirty-something-year-old, twenty-something-year-old, or maybe even like you know a teenager. I don't know is gonna buy these pops. But mainly people from like you know my generation or or even beyond because I mean I was a kid. I I don't like Friends. I don't do Friends. But like people I know like Friends. My, my uncle used to watch Friends. He loved Friends. And he's, you know, much older than me. But then also, like, people of my generation love and grew up with Friends as well. So, like, for those kind of generations, I, I don't think anybody was like, this, you know, there's going to be a seven-year-old in Milwaukee who's going to want this Rachel Pop. No one's thinking, right? No one's, no, this, sorry, kid, this isn't for you, right? You know, 
there's so many like like I said Disney ones for sure but Disney ones weren't the ones that were like popping at first they were like other other properties so when people always look at Funko as like it's something for kids I disagree I feel like Funko's Funko has now definitely become for everyone but I think Funko originally originated for like adult collectors Marvel Legends figures <coughs> I'm gonna say same thing and this is why I'm going to say the same thing. It's because of the articulation and what they can do. Now, I know some people might disagree, but I don't. And the reason why I'm saying this, I, you know, I'm, I'm a toy collector myself. I, I was a kid at one point, too. I don't collect the, the, like the little, uh, the ones made for kids now. Because you can, you can tell when a toy is made for kids and when it's not. Like, it, it, it's all about quality. It's all about quality and show. Right? It is. Because a lot of corporations, they're going to give, like, kid-related products they're gonna do the bare minimum for the most part, at least when it comes to action figures and dolls. I'm not, I'm not like, I understand there's very expensive high tech things for kids. Like I was a kid, I had a Furby, I had all these things, I know. But I mean, when you look at the articulation of Marvel Legends figures, I, I, I don't see little kids. Cause again, I have little kids in my family, dude. I buy little kids gifts. Like the little kids in my family, I bought them gifts. And I can tell you like Funko Pops, dude, okay. This past weekend, shout out to you, Griffin. I love you, Griffin. I know you probably don't watch this. You shouldn't be listening to this. You're only five. But shout out to you, Griffin. My little cousin is huge on Funko Pops, which is partly my fault. But he's huge on Funkos, right? I just dropped you guys. I'm sorry. I hope you're alive. But he's huge on Funko Pops, right? So this past weekend, he's like, I don't have a Spider-Man Funko Pop, Steph. And I was like, I failed you. Because Spider-Man is his favorite character, right? And I've, and I've given him Funko Pops before. But I didn't realize I never gave him a Spider-Man one. So I was like, I have, I have failed you, sir. So I went home, got him a Spider-Man pop. You know what the first thing he did when he took him out of the box? The first thing he did, you guys. The first thing he did was turn his head around. And I was like, what the fuck? Dude, everything inside of me hurt. Like, I was like, I gave it to you. It's yours. You do what you want. But everything inside of me hurt. Because, like, it's never going to be the same. It's never going to if I knew, and it was an iron spider, I was like, what the, what did I just do? Like, why did I, what? Like, that's how I know these are not made for children. That's the first thing he did was do that. And I'm like, you just do that. Oh my God. So, and not even that, my nephew, my nephew did the same thing. We went to Frankincense not so long ago. We bought him, I think his first two Funko Pops, which was like a Deadpool panda and um, Falcon from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Or uh, yeah, that, that's what, that's what it is. And uh, it's Falcon in like a flying pose, right? The second he opened Falcon's box, you guys, the second he opened the box, he's four. The second he opened the freaking box, I kid you not, he turned his head around. Listen here, people, you don't do that. You don't do it. It ruins it. And that's how I'm like, that's how I know it's not made for children. Shut up. Like anytime someone says that, I'm like, no, no, stop. Like it's not made for kids. I'm passionate. It's not made for kids. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've given a kid a Funko and they've just broken it. And I'm like, that was a gift. And you just broke it in front of my face. Thank you, sir. Thanks. I I appreciate it. Dude, I remember one time, this is a side note, but I I remember one time I gave my friend like this, this gift from, it was a Disney store, like, like mug that I have, like, and she wanted one. It was Alice in Wonderland. She was so excited to get her hands on. She could not wait. And I couldn't wait to give it to her gave it to her we were walking out of my house somehow some way she had the mug in her hand and she just like it bashed into the wall and I was like and all she had left was the handle that she was holding on to that was the only piece that stayed intact and I was like I just bought you that like <laughs> I, I waited forever to get that to you it was special and, you just, and it's not your fault but it is 
because why would you do that? I was like, dude, that, that's what it brought me back to. But anyway, like, you know, certain things are just not made for kids. And when I say Marvel Legends, I'm not saying the kids can't have them. That Know this. I am not saying kids can't have them. Kids can collect whatever the heck they want. That's not my business. My thing is the negative stereotype that, you know, collectors have on them. And that's what caused me not wanting to make, make my channel. It's also kind of a rant as well as I'm telling you. Sorry. But, um, yeah. That was part of part of it for me was the negative toxicity. And like I said, there are certain things that are rightfully in place when it comes to that. The way people behave, how how a lot of entitlement um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of entitlement in the, in the adult collecting community, because let's face it, some of us have not grown up. I'm not saying me, but I'm saying some of us have not grown up. Some of us are childish as F. Some of us are so damn childish, whether you're a collector or you're a flipper, reseller, whatever you call yourself, I don't care. Some of us are super entitled and fucking childish, and it makes people not want to, to collect. I get that. Like I said, I've been collecting Funko since like 2013, bro. Like, I know what it's like when I just want to get my hands on one phone. I, I'm not someone who has to chase down a chase pop. I'm not like... I'm not someone who has to do those kind of things. and I. But I've had to deal with, with flippers, right? I've had to deal with flippers. I've had to deal with collectors. I've, I've had to deal with their kids. I've had to deal with all this stress. It, it's terrible, dude. Some of them are creepy. Some of them suck. Some of them are jerks. Some of them are entitled. Some of them, like, don't care who they're popping off on. Men, women, children. Like, it, it's bad. It is. It, it To an extent. But when you have some of us, like myself, who do it the right way, who don't, you know cheat the system, who don't like mock other people, who don't bash other people for they collect what they like, it makes it harder. And so for, for me, initially, I didn't want to do my channel because there were so many times I would be out in public just taking a picture of my pop or whatever. And someone would like, I've had people, I was at, you know, a mall that I live close to and I was recording my pop again. There was nobody there. It was just me. And I was by like, I like, I like uh, doing things by fountains or by like water formations, like waterfalls. I love that. And there was this one part of the waterfall that I was at. And I was actually with my dad. He was actually, he likes to watch me sometimes do the, do the videos. Cause sometimes I'll like, he's, he's a photographer. So he likes to get those really good shots of the pops that I like to, you know, I like to film them. So we were just minding our own business and security comes up to me and like someone reported that you were like doing something suspicious. We thought you might be planting like, you know, a weapon somewhere. And I was like, no, nah, dude, I'm just, I'm just like taking a picture of a pop. Like, and like, yeah, we're sorry. Like, we're sorry that th th this happened. But like someone said that this weird guy was over here filming something. I'm like, the, like just the fact that was their description of me. It was like just me hanging out here with a Funko Pop. There's literally nobody around me. I'm just recording and on a video. My dad's just like taking some photos. The fact that someone would say something like that was like so crazy. I, I've had that happen with me for me uh, several times actually when I was out in public. Just like, and it's obvious. I like, I'm not like shysty about it. I don't like you know walk around and like you know, like you know freaking uh, what are they uh, like trench coats and stuff like that. I don't do anything like that. Like, nothing wrong with you, you. But like, I don't consider myself like someone who's like you know, um, uh, a high risk or whatever. I'm I'm a regular human being. I'm totally transparent with what I do like I I you know I project when I speak you know when I'm when I'm doing my fungal pops I don't whisper um I don't like look at people sketchy I don't do it any of that kind of stuff it's funny to me when like you can literally go up to me and see what I'm doing and I've had it happen I've had many children ask me what are you doing I'm like oh I'm just you know doing a fungal pop video and they, and they go about their way right and it's cool it's mainly adults that I've had issues with when it comes to making my videos. I've had adults like purposefully get in my shot for my videos. I can't tell you how many videos I've had to like 
re-edit because adults were in my shop. They would not respect my privacy. They would not respect my space. They would not, they wouldn't respect anything. I've even had adults have their kids go right next to where I was filming. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm, I'm filming here. Like, so there were, there were a lot of struggles when I first started my channel. And even now there's, I'm not going to act like they're not like the whole police incident I was talking about with you guys. That was just last year. <laughs> like I've been, I've, you know, I've been on YouTube for, for my pop channel anyway, for about three years. And Every now and then I run into a problem. That's why I like to wait where people where no one's around. And I, I normally tell businesses, like if I'm inside somewhere, which mind you, doesn't happen often. I, I normally don't film inside of places. I like filming outdoors. That's why I go to like theme parks and stuff sometimes. Cause I like to like record when I'm there. If I'm at Disneyland, I have a pop that's related to the situation. I'll record there. But you know, you, and you can always watch my videos on YouTube. It's going to be Yinsen's Funkos. That's what it's called. Same thing as my podcast channel. And you can see in my videos that like, cause I did a lot of filming from inside my room, inside my house for a cool minute. But I'm like, I don't want to be like every other channel because again i don't watch a lot of youtube videos i don't watch a lot of um well i do watch a lot of youtube i don't watch a lot of unboxing channels or anything like that not to shade them or anything but i just i like my work i know what i do and i i want to be different from the other guy and i a lot of what i have seen in the past is either a lot and, and this is no shade again to anybody but it's a lot of the person unboxing they talk about themselves and they show themselves and day like you know unboxing their rooms and stuff which is cool great I'm an on-the-go kind of person I think that's what I like about my channel one of my friends actually when I first started my channel was telling me like I think like I was like 50 60 videos in because I like what you do on your channel because it's different because you take the pops and you shout out to you Robert by the way the two cast if you have not been listening to his podcast what are you doing he's perfect I love that channel it's amazing he's he's such an awesome person honestly but um he was like, uh, you know, I like what you do on your channel because you do differently. Like you take the pop and you put it in a situation that applies to them. So for example, when I was in Carsland, I took Lightning McQueen there and I filmed at Flo's restaurant, which by the way, at the time I filmed that video, I was actually working there. Fun fact. But yeah, it was, it was cool to have that feedback from him of like, yeah, it's cool. You get, you, you take something out of its situation, like, or out of just like, you know, you know, being in your room, being at home, being in your house, and you take it on the go and you put it somewhere that it fits, it belongs, you know? Um, when I went to Disney World about two years ago, my last trip there, you know, I couldn't wait. I was so excited to, to take Pops with me. And that's another thing too, is like, my YouTube channel is really therapeutic for me because like, it's just, it's a little hobby. I'm not trying to like blow up. If I blow up, that would be amazing. But I'm not trying to do that. Like I, I just do it because I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I don't watch all the other people's Funko Pop videos. It's not a, a competition for me. It's not a comparison thing for me. I don't watch, I don't need to watch someone's video, but I need to be you or better. I don't do that. I'm just like, I want to do something different. I want to do something maybe people haven't seen. If they've seen it, cool. If they haven't, that's awesome too. You know what I mean? So for me, the reason why I started my channel was just I wanted an, a hobby outside of just work and, you know, going home, going to my other job and then, you know, taking care of my, my family and then going back to work. It was just family, you know, taking care of family, work, my other job, work. So work, work, family, work, work, family, sleep, work, work, family, sleep. And it's I want something more. I want something fun. And honestly, I'm so glad that I got into Funko this way because, you know, Funko, since its beginning in my life, has been a very interesting road. You know what I mean? Like, I was collecting. I worked at companies like, you know, Hot Topic and Toys R Us and GameStop. Um, 
that Soul Funko Pop. So I, I, I got to work you know, through them. I got to meet Stan Lee and work at Stan Lee's Con because of Funko. I got to do, you know, pop-up shops in LA because of Funko. So a lot of really cool things have happened. I've got to meet like Funko, you know, people at Funko meet and greets and stuff. So a lot of cool stuff has happened in my life because of Funko Pops. And, you know, having my channel was just like a huge bonus of that. It was really cool because I wanted people to, you know, to see my vision of things, what I do. And that's all, you know, that's why I do certain special things on my channel. Like, you know, the Disney Christmas parade and stuff. And I'm working on something else that I think is going to be pretty cool now. And I'm putting things, pieces together and hopefully it'll, it'll come to fruition the way I want it to. Fruition, I think it is the way I want it to. Um, but I'm constantly trying to, to change things up and shake things up. And, and I've been able to do that best, in my opinion, for now anyway, through Funko Pops. I am working on like a Marvel Legends sort of comic book thing, but that takes a lot of time and effort that right now I just don't have. I'm very tired. I have, you know, I have YouTube channels. I have, you know, other things I'm doing. I have this podcast, which I really enjoy. So it's very time consuming. And it's, sometimes it's not as fun as kind of being able to get on here, for example, just say what I want to say or unbox a Funko Pop and then edit it. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I mean, I have... It's, it's a really, it's been a really fun ride of collecting Funkos and seeing how it has evolved. And like, I love when I give my Funkos sometimes the ones I've unboxed and stuff to other people who appreciate them and are like, yeah, this is really cool. Cause I, I'll keep the boxes for a lot of them just in case I want to give them away, you know, after I unbox them. For the most part, I unbox them for myself cause I enjoy them. But there are some that I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I like this, but I can live without it. I can live without majority of them or all of them actually but there's a lot of them that I just are very special my Disney ones are very special to me very very special to me um because a lot of them are just like super like detailed and like the you know the, the Disney pop rides and all this I love those ones uh the moments the scenes I love those ones so yeah but you know for me the reason why like I said I did my channel was because Ultimately, I love Disney, and I was so excited when I got my Ariel boxes. I'm going to talk about the first, and I'm going to move on. But um, I got my Ariel box from Hot Topic um, when we got the Disney Treasures, because originally Disney Treasures were on the Funko website. There was like a whole subscription thing. I think you got like a box, um, like every couple months, and there'd be like a new Disney figure in it. So I was like, you know, I don't really want to sign up for that. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to commit to Funko that way. I feel like that's a little bit too invested. Um, but then when Hot Topic started getting them, I was like, well, I work there. That's easy. Okay, cool. Like, maybe I'll give it a shot. So I bought the Ariel box. And I was I was so excited for that box, like the the, the Ariel scene. Um, which I when I found out it was a scene moment, I knew exactly what it was gonna be. <laughs> I didn't need a photo, nothing. I told my then manager, I was like, it's gonna be her on the rock. And she's like, how do you know? There's so many scenes. I was like, no, dude, it's going to be her on the, wa- the rock with the waves coming at her. That, that's the most iconic scene in The Little Mermaid, arguably in most Disney films. That is going to be what it is. I, Little Mermaid is my shit. Okay, Little Mermaid is... It, Ariel is my daughter. <laughs> Little Mermaid is, is my business. That, that, that is the movie I make my business. It is my business to know. It's my business, okay? Y'all. So I knew what it was going to be from Jump. So when we got the photo, I was like, see, I done told you. And it was cool because it was it was a surprise box. So you get her, but then you get like little surprises that are like sort of themed to her. And it's in a treasure box. So I was like, dude, I love this. So the second I got it, I'm like, I'm going to make a YouTube video. This is going to be my first video. So I did that. And even though like it didn't really like pop off or anything, it, it, like, it didn't matter. For me, I'm like, I have a video. Yeah, sometimes you make, I know it sounds weird, but sometimes I make my content just for myself. 
It's true. Sometimes I'll unbox a pop and I'll do it just for myself. Like the Disney World ones I did for my, my page, yes. But I also did it in large part for me because I can look back at Disney World. Like, you know how when some people record their family going to a theme park or whatever and they're having a good time or the beach or whatever. And you have you make those memories for yourself and your, your family. You watch them back and you enjoy them. And sometimes you'll show them to other people, whatever. That's why I do a lot of what I do on my channel is because sometimes I'll get a really great idea and I'm like, I want to see how this plays out. I want my, I want to see my vision. But not only do I want to see my vision, I want other people to see my vision. I want other people to see how cool this could be to get a Funko Pop. Go to Disneyland or wherever and find the character corresponding to this Funko Pop and maybe get a picture of their reaction and maybe get uh, some footage of their reaction. For example, when I showed Peter Pan himself at Disney World and he thought it was the cutest thing, which of course he would, he's Peter Pan. And it was great. It was great to get that reaction from him. Getting the reaction from Tiana seeing herself as a pop was huge too. I can't wait to show Ariel some of her pops. Like I want her. Show, I want to show her Eric. I'm, I'm probably going to show her Eric at some point. Um, but yeah, like it, it's just, it's it's fun. Ultimately, it's so much fun. I got to show Belle Beast in, in Disney World. That was our Beast Belle, actually, in Disney World. I met Beast and I got to show him Belle. And it was very, very cute. I'll probably go to Disneyland and show Belle Beast. I'll probably do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's such a good time. I, I love being able to do those kind of things and, and have those moments with, with my favorite characters. And yeah, like, I don't know. I, I just, I really have had a great time on my channel. Um, as an adult collector who knows what it's like to get, like, I, there's so many stories I could tell you about, like, just how I've like been treated by people for like no reason like because again it's the assumptions made on pop collectors that were were rude that were this that were that like I, I've had vendors be just irritated with me as a guest just asking a question about a Funko Pop coming up but that's because of how harassed they would get by other people collecting and I would feel terrible like I'm like I'm, I'm sorry I didn't mean to like bother you like oh no I'm just so sick and tired and they, they'll vent to me too because I'll tell them like dude I, I work in retail I understand I've worked for these companies I know what it's like when when uh, you know you're just doing your job and somebody who doesn't get their way gets irritated and makes you the problem and it's like I can't make these pops come out any faster i can't make these deals any better i can't do anything that you want me to do i wish i could because this is so unnecessary that you're this upset and that i can't like i hate that you're upset i don't want you to be upset you're a customer i want you to be happy you know what i mean i want you to come back and say great things instead of saying terrible things you know what i mean that's what i want so I understand that frustration and a lot of times I've been met with that with people where I would ask a question and someone would just like snap at me and I sometimes like I mean I'll, I'll like trust me after a while I'm like you know what I've if you're not calming down then we have a problem but for the most part I always start with where is this coming from where is this behavior coming from because this is not how people act and you should not have a job if you act that way and I realized okay you know it's probably coming from a place of they deal with flippers and collectors and, and people harassing them all day long that they're probably just really sick of it and they think I'm going to do the same thing especially if they give me an answer that I don't like because that's what happens right when people you know unfortunately when people in retail give you an answer you don't like it's then the person's they feel like they're, it's their job, it's their duty to tell them off. And it's like, yes, thank you for yelling at me about something I cannot control. So I love to give them the, the benefit. And I suggest anybody who, who's listening to this do the same thing. If a retailer tells you something you don't want to hear, understand, ask yourself, how much power in this situation do they honestly have? Don't give yourself some bullshit about, oh, well, you're, you're the store manager, you're this, you're that. A store manager is not a district manager, is not someone who can, they can't, they can't control when something comes in. And when something goes out, they can't control that. When something comes in, they can't control that. If something is delayed, they can't control that. You know, they can try to, to do something, 
but know that that is not their job is to to know exactly when this thing is coming in and how much of it you're going to get you can speculate all over the place and sometimes things that have a certain date don't necessarily arrive on that date you know what i'm saying and there's also a lot of other departments that they have to oversee so when you're shouting at them and you're mad and you're showing them your entitled face ask yourself a question of how much power does this person actually have and am i just pissing them off am i just shouting and projecting at them because i'm so mad because if i am then that makes me a problem right if i'm mad at you over something you cannot control and i know that you can't control this but i'm just letting my rage speak for me then yeah then people are right then you are an immature kid and this and this collection hobby you have is trash because I believe you can be a doll toy collector and still be a fucking mature person. I know because I don't lash out on at people like that. If I don't get the figure that I wanted, do I get upset? Yeah, but I'm not going to kick shit. I'm not going to blame the business, whatever. Do I think shady crap happens? Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. Yes. But am I still going to do business there? Sometimes no. Sometimes I will really walk away and never come back. Sometimes I do. So it's like, to say, I'm never coming here again. Yeah, yeah, you will. You'll be here next week. If you don't, great. Cool for you. Hopefully you found a better place. But those of you who are like, I'm never coming back here. F you, F your staff. Really? F the whole staff? This guy was stocking toilet paper in a whole different department. He has nothing to do with you. What the fuck do you mean, fuck your whole staff? No, fuck you and your family. Like, <laughs> seriously, go away. Because that kind of mentality, that, that trickles down, dude. Like, I just had a conversation with my cousins about that last night. Like, you know, the things you pick up from your parents... That shit, if you don't unlearn that crap, it'll stay with you and and your kids are going to be the same way. But, you know, it's going to be a harsher reality as we go. You know what I'm saying? Like each generation of kids, like what was acceptable in your parents' time and a way to act in your parents' time will not be acceptable in the future. Just remember that. So the way that you're training yourself and your kids to be now is going to hurt them in the future more than it's going to hurt you. And it's going to put them in really messed up situations that sometimes you won't be able to get them out of. So, you know, change the behavior. Period. Change the behavior. That, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, I love being in a dog collector. I love doing what I do. I don't care about the stigmas. I don't care about people being like, oh, you're, you're just a kid because you collect these things. I don't give a shit. I don't care. If, that, if, that's what you, if that's what makes me childish, that's what makes me kitty, cool. What's wrong with being a kid in the first place? You know what I'm saying? I'm a kid who pays his own fucking bills. I'm a kid who has his own place. I'm a kid who, who does what he does. But I'm a grown-ass man, and I can do what I do. I don't rely on mommy and daddy for shit. Except for love and support sometimes, because sometimes I, I need my support system and I'm I'm theirs as well. They can come to me for anything, I can go to them for anything. So if that all that makes me a kid, I'll be a kid. I I mean I'm God's kid, right? I mean I'm no matter what I do, I'm a kid, right? No matter what you do, you're a kid to somebody, right? Even the the man, I'm grown, I'm grown, I don't know, yeah, whatever, you're not that grown, dude. You're a kid. Somebody you're somebody's kid, right? I mean I would hope so. So you're a kid to somebody, I don't know. But seriously, adult collectors, like I guess I'm going to end this saying this, like, you know, I love my channel. I love what I do. And I'm so thankful that I have it. I'm, I'm so grateful to even meeting my friends who, you know, Ryan, honestly, Ryan, um, Robert, everybody over at Flows. I really do appreciate you guys because you guys were like the, one of the biggest reasons why I even started my channel, just talking to you guys and you guys have your own little channels and your own outlets for yourselves. I think that's great. I think that's absolutely great. Like that's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm so glad that you guys have you know, these spaces. I'm glad I have a space like that now too. Would I have made a YouTube channel at some point? Yeah, probably. I don't, but I, who knows? Honestly, you know, honestly, who knows? I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm happy I have one, but yeah, to, to answer that question of, you know, why did I start a YouTube channel was because honestly, why not? You know, I think 
my Funko collection's interesting. My life, maybe not so much. Not like my life, but you know, the things I collect, I think, are really interesting. And I think I give. In my again, I don't watch a lot of uh, of unboxing channels, so I really can't say anything about that. But I feel like I provide something unique and possibly different um, from just. The, the few snippets of channels that I've seen again I don't follow any of these channels like that so I don't know well I have friends who are collectors as well but they don't post a lot of videos so I mean I don't really know um what they posted recently I have other friends who I do follow as well and they've, they've done a few pop unboxings but my channel is devoted to unboxing pops or unveiling them unveiling them is when I've already unboxed them but they're just in my collection and you haven't seen it yet from me so I just do that video that's an unveiling I have like Marvel unveilings on that channel it's it's, a whole, it's so much more than just Funkos but Funko is like the the foundation of it all is Funko Pops but yeah I mean you know and it's not about me it's a channel that's not about me it's about my Funkos every now and then I'll, I'll show myself in the video or I'll talk whatever and I might even do more of that in the future like a little bit more of that um, just cause, I mean, I, I like coming on here and stuff where people like, I like having an outlet for my, that, you know, that really focuses on the pops. I've had so many people tell me, um, who find me and who like, oh, I know your voice. Oh, are you that guy on YouTube? And then go, yeah, that's, that's me. I don't know how you know me. I only have like 500 some subscribers. How the hell do you know me? But, um, yeah, like it's crazy. I was like, yeah, are you, are you that guy? Cause like you made me get this pop, like listening to your review of it and like what you thought of it and how cool you thought of it. Like it made me really want to get it. And honestly, YouTube has helped me so much as a creator because you know, I have like ring lights now. I have all these other things that I want to do now. I want to like, you know, dabble in green screen work and stuff. So, cause I like when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor and I also wanted to be a director because I wanted people to see my vision. So my YouTube channel really does give me the outlet to, you know, direct. It gives me the outlet to pick my scenery, to pick my story. And that's what I love about doing Funkos, to be honest, especially like I said, my Disney ones or ones that I go out in the wild, like my Pokemon ones sometimes too, because I don't always like film from home for Pokemon or like even when I do film at home and I find like a really cool background or something like that, that inspires me too. But I want my Funko Pops to feel like they come out of a story when I unbox them, be it in person, be it behind, in front of some screen. I want it to feel like this character fits with this scene. It doesn't always happen, but a lot of times it does. And I love hearing that feedback from people. Like I said, from my friend Robert, shout out to you again um about feeling like you're kind of like you're being taken on a journey with this Funko Pop that means a lot to me and the 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 longer I'm on this channel the more that I try to evolve and change and, and do things differently and that's cool to me too to see myself evolving and changing especially during COVID you know COVID was was is really difficult to get through it's really hard to you know stay motivated and stay creative because all this you know real world stuff is going on around me that you know I are some things are out of my control but to have a, a channel that I can just kind of like just show my vision and do my thing is is really fun I, I'm really happy about that so anyway that's gonna be the end of this one thank you so much to my friend Natalie for requesting this um I have a lot of other ones that I want to get into that I've I've now have like four requests to do things so I might even do another request by the end of, of today but yeah I really appreciate everyone who follows that channel I appreciate everybody who's on here thank you guys so so much for all that you guys do and if you guys have hobbies as well and you might be embarrassed or ashamed to show them to the world don't be Show them, show them your hobby, show them your collection. If you want, if that's something that you want to do for you, you're an adult, you're grown. Like, and I was, again, I was talking to my cousins about this. Like, if we're grown men and we're so proud of being men, we're men, yeah, you know, we're, I'm a man. I, no one tells me to do, I'm a man, that's what they say. I'm like, then don't let society tell you what is and isn't okay for you. You're an individual. You're not a part of 
this thing. So what it's like for me, like I said, for adult collectors, I know there are weird adult collectors. I know there are selfish adult collectors. I know there are abusive and controlling adult collectors. I've seen all of that, right? And I, you know, in in every pretty much every capacity, I've seen all of that. But I've seen a lot of goodness too. And even if I haven't seen a lot of goodness, which I have, but even if I hadn't seen that, I know that uh, who I am, right? I can stand firmly in who I am, what I collect, how I collect it, what I do and don't do. I can stand firmly in that. I can be that difference for me. So your stereotype has no room for me, if that makes sense. Your, your stereotype has no room in my reality. I'm going to do what I do, regardless of what you think about it. Because as long as I'm not getting arrested for doing dumb, dumb stuff on any caliber of that, then I'm not anything that you're talking about. And those that are, lock them up. <laughs> you know? But I'm not doing anything on that on that scale. I enjoy what I enjoy. I love what I love. And if I have to get crap from people every now and then about it because, you know, oh, you know, you being a dog collector, you're probably selfish, you're probably weird, you're probably this, you're probably that, you're probably living home with your parents, this, that, and the third. Whatever you want to put on that has no bearing on me or my collection. I enjoy what I enjoy. And apparently you enjoy being boring. Like, apparently you enjoy telling other people what they can and cannot collect, you know, but that's... I'm a man. I'm, I'm an adult. More importantly than I am a man, I'm an adult and I do what I want. And I want to collect these things. And so I'm going to. Especially if I can do it in a respect. Like, if anything, I want to teach the newer generation that this is how you do things. You can collect whatever the hell you want. It's when you start getting aggressive and you start abusing people and you start, you know, manipulating people and whatever. Or, you know what I mean? Like, into into to mess up situations so where people like hate coming to work <laughs> to when people have to start putting limitations on how many things you can buy to when people start you know not wanting to sell that product at all that's when you become a problem to your communities that's when you become an issue is when people stop doing these things altogether because you know of how you act and behave but there can be better people people like myself who don't have to do these crazy things or have to harass people when they don't get their way throw tantrums because they didn't get this or get that and that we're grown-ups dude let's act like it you know what i mean let's act like a fucking adult let's set an example for these kids out here that you can do whatever you want i i hate the labels put on our community of, of, of adult collecting I hate all of them i hate it because again a few loud people speak for the whole entire community and other people outside of that community who are ignorant they want to judge an entire community based off some things they've seen so you've seen some fights in some malls so that makes all of us bad people i haven't done that never participated in that anytime i see that i say something so what makes me why does what they do why does that like why is that how you see me right you know what i'm saying like because there's been this negative stereotype of like nerds living at home with their parents or they smell funny or this that i mean every now and then i might have some type of odor but i mean who doesn't hello (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like you know all these terrible stereotypes that are put on people and it's like like i said that was a huge part of why i didn't want to start my channel because i had those kind of comments at first and at first i would delete them because i'm like this is so messed up this is like you don't even know me and you're just like making assumptions off of what whatever like if you don't like my content, then don't watch. You know what I'm saying? But like, whatever. But now I'm like, I don't care. And I honestly don't get those kind of comments anymore. I don't get those negative messed up comments anymore. Because it's just like, I think people have just learned to like, hey, some people. Like, I, I've seen some really cool adult collectors who just own their shit. And that's that's what I that's what I am. I'm somebody who's proud of what they do. I don't need, I don't have it. Insecurity doesn't really like work in my world. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm too... I am, I am too who I am and set in who I am to be insecure about who I am. 
You know what I'm saying? And from from all aspects of my life, from 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 being a collector, from being a nerd, from being gay, from being black, from being fat, from being this, that, and the third. I'm too comfortable with me to be hurt by your words or hurt by you know mess up words anymore or be like hurt by labels and assumptions because I know I live my life differently from how you think I should, right? I just and I just do me and that works for me. So that's that's another reason why I love having this channel is because this channel reminds me to stand firm in what I like, regardless of what other people think or what you know other people may think about or whatever. Um it's cool. It really is. It's cool. I'm, I'm so glad for my hobbies. Sometimes it can be. So I mean, there's there's another there's a whole other side of this where it turns into hoarding, which I think is something you should definitely watch out for. And I'm like borderline there, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna save myself. Don't worry, I'm saving myself. Um, but there definitely is like a hoarding issue that happens too. Sometimes it just gets overwhelming. Like I have over 1,500 Funko Pops. Like that that's that's a problem, but I love it. Somebody else's problem. It's probably gonna be mine pretty soon, but I love it. Um, you know, I've been collecting Marvel Legends figures for a little while now, and I have quite a few of them. I'm very proud of my collection. I'm actually staring at my collection right now because I have like some of it in like one of the rooms in my house and I have like a few of them. Like um like all my bigger filter uh, my bigger figures are like on my mantle and they look pretty cool. So yeah I mean like I don't know that's the end of this one. This is why I wanted to do this. I just wanted to talk about what got me started in, in doing the Funko videos and you know the world around it and the insecurities that I had at first that I no longer have and I'm always excited to upload something new. I'm always excited for like I'm coming up on another anniversary of, of having my channel. And it's exciting to me because I feel like with every anniversary that I have on my channel, I'm changing. My channel's changing. My From when I first started, that first unboxing to how I am now, how I edit now, how I work now, um, how my videos are formatted a lot differently now. Um, it's exciting. And I can't wait to see what it's going to be like next year, how much I learn this year from all the apps and things that I've used and things I've tried and lighting techniques. And now like I said, I'm trying to, I'm going to start working with green screen and stuff. So it's, it's going to be exciting to see what happens next year on my trial, trial and errors. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So anyway, guys, that's the end of this one. Like I said, if you have a dream or you have something that you like to do and you think, oh, I, you know, I'm not going to put this on YouTube. No one's going to watch. Do it for yourself then. Record it for yourself, put it on YouTube for yourself. Your channels are for you. Yeah, some people do it for other people to get views, likes, and follows, and all that stuff. And that, those are great when you get when you get subscribes and follows and, and likes and stuff. Those are amazing. When you get like some some fan service or whatever, that's great. That's so cool. But at the end of the day, do it for yourself. I like to know that, you know, when I'm long gone from here, that somebody, even if they don't, somebody can have the option to watch a video that I made after I'm long gone, you know, my voice could probably still be heard. Someone could still be watching my videos after I'm long gone. However long or short my life may be. Like, after I'm gone, these videos might still be available for other people to watch and enjoy. You know? That's really cool. I think that's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, that's it for, the, for me. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day. Peace out.